Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm standing on this ground, your sanctuary, the altar raised for your people to benefit from. And I pray that God, you'll put your word in my mouth. I'll just open my mouth, O oh Lord. Feed your people. Deliver your people. Elevate your people. Get involved in all their affairs, O oh God. Touch their lives to transform them and to make them what God you created them to become. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may get seated in that wonderful presence of the Holy Spirit. I don't know. I want to be sure. Where is the clock? <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> I do not want to fail the test <laughs> of a first timer. <laughs> How long do you want me to go? Three hours, four hours, ten hours? <laughs> What's the problem with time? We discovered as we were coming that time is very important and it forgives no one. You waste it, it can never be wasted because it was not created to be wasted. You just use time. And according to the purpose that you intend to use it for, it will benefit your life. I thank God, sir, for asking that I come. It is not an accident. It is not because I'm tall or more handsome than these handsome men around here. <laughs> I don't think I qualify. But when God qualifies someone, no power, no force, no wisdom, nothing can stop that man. Because when God picks the unqualified to qualify them, if you want to bring them down, you better go to God. And uh, tell him, the thing that you raised... The thing that you say that you raised is not effective enough. Then he'll ask you, what have you done with the literal that he has given you? And uh, I am happy that I'm in this house, to, uh, it's not tonight. You know I'm used to speaking at night. <laughs> and I'm glad that I'm here. How long it takes for me to familiarize with you and I don't know whether I'll ever come back here then I will let you know that I am a brother in Christ. 41 years ago 
I got saved. Christ came into my life when I was in high school one, form one. What do you call that one? From primary, when you go to secondary, grade eight. These grades and secondaries and forms, I'll leave them. <laughs> so I was just 17 years when I gave my life to Christ. And now you can calculate. I'm not an old man. I'm, I cannot talk about age because I can see some of us are beyond me, but at least Uncle, Uncle is ahead of me. <laughs> I honor you, sir. At least I'm 58. And I love Jesus. And in those 50 years, uh, subtract 41, being in Christ for 41 years must have erased the records of 17 years. <laughs> And uh, I have come to let you know that it is possible for someone to come to Christ and remain in Christ and preach Christ and, uh, and uh, you live and you earn a living and you become wealthy and you, become, you receive knowledge and you receive everything while in, still in Christ. I got married when I was 28 and um, I've been with my wife for 30, 30 good years. I've never been away from her for three weeks. So, <laughs> so staying with a human being for 30 years, beyond the time that they, she stayed in her mother's womb and uh, when I, I picked her from <laughs> I think I, some, someone can ask me a question about family life because I've been there. I am telling you all these things to let you know that you should open your hearts, you should open your spirits, you should open your mind for now. So that whatever the Holy Spirit has put in my heart concerning the people of South Africa, you should know. You should not miss even one point. You will decide what you will do with the information. But for now, open your heart. Mommy, Pastor Hilda, connected with me in a miraculous way. I will not explain here. And how I landed in Pretoria was just God. Now, if it was God, and he is still God to, uh, today, then there must be a purpose. There must be a reason. God is up to something in South Africa. God is up to something, not only in Pretoria, but also here. I don't know the name of this place. I, I, cannot, I, cannot, I, cannot, even I cannot pronounce. Please accept my, my, my pronunciations and uh, my accent because... I am not from South Africa. I'm from Akikuyu tribe in Kenya. <laughs> the largest in Kenya. <laughs> the most entrepreneurial tribe in Kenya. I'm not trying to promote it because it cannot serve you here. 
But uh, one thing I know is that God has called me. And for the last 41 years, I have been a leader from the second year when I, got, when I came to Christ. So I used to be a leader of students from Form 1 to Form 6 while I was in Form 2. And um, from there, the Lord has given me grace to lead. I also became a leader of Maurice Cerullo World Evangelism. For those people who are conversant with the world evangelism issues, Maurice Cerullo World Evangelism is a ministry led, which was led by Dr. Maurice Cerullo, and I think he was coming to South Africa. And um, I, I worked as a director in part of Kenya. And I'm happy that when I come here, I'm not coming here to, to, because of all those things. That is in the past. If I served God then, then that is in the records. Let me serve God this morning. Do you receive me as a man of God, as a brother, and uh, as a friend? Amen. Now, I wanted to, to be sure. <laughs> I wanted to be sure. Let me see by the show of hands. If I've come all the way from Nairobi, a long distance, long hours, waiting in, in the airports, moving from one plane to another, you can also stay with me for five hours. <laughs> look at me, look at me, look at me. I, I like eye contact so that I see those people who are still questioning, who is this man? Why has he come? I am the man, and I have come. <laughs> Praise the name of the living God. I'm glad that I came. I'm, I feel free. By the way, I, I don't begin like that. You know, you know. That's not how I begin them, you know. Uh, but I've, I've felt some, something in my spirit when I, learned, when I came here, and I felt, hey, I, I, I feel free. I, I, I feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get to a place where God will use you, you must be able to know that you are not going to be sent to your people. You have been called to go to other nations. According to the Bible, nations does not mean that uh, you leave Kenya, you go to South Africa, you go where. Nations are peoples. So when you leave a place and you go to another, to another group of people and you let them know about Christ, you are a servant of God. Therefore, this morning I want to baptize you servants of God. Whether you believe it or not, whether you know yourself or not, I take you as servants of God. You will say amen. I am a man of noise. So please, help me to make noise for him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word of God? I said, are you ready? So that if you are not ready, I take my five minutes and then I go. <laughs> By the way, I have my passport there. <laughs> my ticket is ready. I booked a return ticket in case... Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah 44 and verse 26, 
Isaiah 44 and 26. How you pronounce, you pronounce the way you do. How I pronounce, <laughs> leave it to me because I'm not going to change. <laughs> Is it okay? And we all went to school. Some did physics, some hated biology, so we cannot be equal. <laughs> so, everybody has his own way of doing things. Isaiah 44 and verse 26. This is God speaking. I carry out the predictions. This is the New Living Translation. New Living Translation says... But I carry out the predictions of my prophets. When they say Jerusalem will be saved. And the towns of Judah will be lived in once again. It will be done. I carry out the predictions of my prophets. When they pronounce, when they decree. When they say, when they open their mouths and they say, Jerusalem will be lived again, it shall be so. When they say that the towns of Judah will be rebuilt, that settles everything. So mark the word prophet. Mark the word. In other versions they say, message the message Bible. But he backs the word of his servant. Backing, backing, backing. Look at me. Backing up. Not be a RK. <laughs> it is B A C K. You know, pronunciations can cause you to think different things from the preacher. But he backs the word of his servant and confirms the counsel of his messengers. He says to Jerusalem, be inhabited. Look at that command. Be inhabited. Another command. Be rebuilt. And I will raise you up. That is the word of the Lord. God in his own wisdom decided that in order for him to come to the earth and function, God being the spirit who does not have a physical body, he decided that he has given the earth to mankind. That is their domain. The heavens belongs to him. That is his domain. Hallelujah. Are we together? No distraction. God decided, I am here in heaven, but I've given the son of man or the sons of men to have dominion over everything. That is why those things that are that you are marveling about, that you are wondering about, that you are wowing about, they are not yet the things that God is yet to do. Why? That is the revelation that you have received for now. 
20 years ago, we had no smartphones. In 20 years to come, we may never call them smartphones. The ones that you are, that you are buying at 200, uh, maybe uh, uh, 10,000 rands, you'll be buying them at 50 rands. <laughs> because God in heaven has not given us everything. He releases some wisdom. He releases knowledge. He gives that thing that he created in his own image and in his own likeness. He releases something. One day at a time. God has never, God never planned that we, that we get everything. He made sure that what you need is in someone else. If, you, if, if it is a yes, you say yes like you are the only one who has had that word. Don't wait, don't wait for people who are still looking at me and asking, who is this Kenyan? God, in his own wisdom, decides that each and every human being is unique. That is why, comparing me with you, you are just exhibiting ignorance. Why? Because I will never be you. I was never created as a duplicate of anyone. I was created in the image of God. I was created in the likeness of God. I am unique. You need me, I need you. You can never do without me. A horse, a businessman can never be rich without our money. They say that they are very rich. They, they, they can even, uh, they can throw dust on us and we are the ones who have made them rich. If you get it, just, just, just enjoy the word. It, it's not the neighbors, it is your word. Hallelujah. So please don't, be, don't stay like your neighbor. Don't even look at whether they are understanding. They, are, they will never understand like you. You are unique. I said you are unique. Amen. Am I free to preach the way I do in Kenya? Yeah. Do you give me that freedom? Yeah. yeah. Now I feel free. I can do everything through Christ. But I can also behave like, like I'm about to behave in South Africa. Because number one, I studied the history of South Africa. In 1984, 85, I did the, the KCSE, Kenya Secondary Education uh, exam, and I passed the history of South Africa. I know ma major things about this African country. And... Um, even before you knew about uh, Shaka the Zulu, I knew, I knew, I knew. <laughs> yeah, even before you knew about the Boers, I knew them. Yeah, so, so these things, I'm not, I've not been taught by my, my brother SK, I did the history of South Africa. So, I longed to be here. Did I say anything wrong? They are happy. 
the sons and the koi koi and the koi sons and all these people. <laughs> and how Shaka the Zulu used to fight with a horn like, horn like, horn like something, eh? His strategy was very sharp. I liked him. I want to see his great grandchildren. Ah. So I love you people. I said all that to tell you that I was here before some of you were born when I was studying history of South Africa while still in Kenya. So I'm not new. <laughs> Reverend, are you, are you okay with me? All right, thank you. Um, I'm that human being when I'm given time. <laughs> I, I, I like interacting with my people. And um, I am happy. So, God in his own wisdom, God in his own wisdom decided that he has his people on the face of the earth he has to raise someone amongst them so that instead of talking and speaking to every, every, you cannot talk to the crowds. You can only pick one leader from the crowd. And then you can pour your heart to that man. Then he can go and, and cause people to sit down and then they hear what you have said. So God in his own wisdom decided that he's going to raise a man of God. Where there is a man of God, there are people of God. Where there, is a, where there are sheep, there must be a shepherd. Where there are sick people, a doctor must be raised. Where there, are, there is ignorance and lack of knowledge, a teacher must be raised. Somebody must say Amen. When people want to travel by air, there must be a pilot. You cannot behave like a, like a pilot when you are a passenger in the third class economy class. You cannot say that you, that you went to, uh, to a certain class and you studied about aviation... And then you land where, the, where the, the pilot is and you want to give directions. In that plane, we only have a pilot, one pilot. Even if there are two, one is an assistant, there is only one pilot at a time. If it is true, you say yes. Now, that is the wisdom of God. If two people come together, a husband and wife, there are no two seats in the family. We don't have two seats of authority. Only one seat. If you don't understand how God works and he created you, how you fail to understand how this thing works and it was created for your benefit. You will never function and it will never help you. So God in his own wisdom decided because I have the people 
roaming and staying every, in, in every part of, of the world. In the Antica and what? Geography. Huh? From there, up there. You know you don't understand. You don't understand. We are in the, at the equator. In fact, my, my village is just at the equator. So you may never understand some things. But you must learn from me. Amen. The issue is God in his own wisdom saw that there are people who are going to settle in South Africa. Okay. Others are going to settle in Zimbabwe. Amen. Others are going to settle in Kenya. Others, Britain. And nobody has more authority and more, more advantageous than the other. Why? It is God who placed us there. So if, we, if it is God, then God must be the one to contact if you want to interfere with the programs of men. And when God has raised a shepherd, the work of the sheep is to follow. Amen. Not that, like the sheep of Africa. The sheep of Africa, we, they cannot follow. They are being pushed. They have just refused. Go to Israel yes. today. And SK was there. I was there in 2018 and 1996. The, the shepherd and the staff, he is in front. And the sheep follows. Follow. That's a mystery. But in Africa. <laughs> We need stones. <laughs> our sheep. I'm not talking about goats. That's a, that's, a, that's a different topic altogether. Sheep. So where there is a where there are there are sheep, there is a shepherd, and the shepherd determines. What they eat, when they eat, and where. He is the one who determines which kind of grass is good for my sheep. It is him who determines which river has clean water. It is him who determines which shed. It's good for my sheep so that they can rest as they chew the cud. If you break that principle as a sheep, lions are all over. Mm. Mm. We will hear your voice crying in the wilderness seeking for a shepherd when the lions are tearing you apart. But under a shepherd, you are able to withstand the pressures of life. You are, can somebody say amen? amen. You amen. are able to be protected. Amen. When doctors are forced to go to villages to ask whether there are sick people, That village must be so ignorant, or the villagers, that they even don't know that they are sick. 
Someone, someone has to decide and tell them you are sick. But those who know that when they are sick, there is only one person to contact. Not the medicine men that we have in South Africa and in Kenya. But we have the doctors that have got, that have got the mandate from the government to take care of God's people in South Africa and in our country. Amen. So we go to them. And they treat us with a medicine that, has, that is known. Not with the concoctions. <laughs> Made by someone in Tanzania somewhere. There was an old man. People left Kenya and left South Africa to go to the remotest village. And they died. Most of them died. So if you don't focus on understanding the channel that God is using to bless your life, you will miss on the blessings of now. And when you are old, when you'll be discovering after 20, 30 years, you'll have wasted 30 years in God's presence. Amen. When a little girl decides that the mother is not the mother enough for instructions. When she has become a mother, and after she has given birth to several, and after she, has, she, she starts experiencing the same things that she caused her mother to experience, that is when they start saying that experience is a good teacher. I don't want that thing. I want to, I want to receive wisdom when I can receive that wisdom. Amen. It, will serve, it, will, it, will, it will service us so that we don't have to suffer. Amen. Why go create a road in the bush when there is a road created already? Am I helping someone this morning? Amen, amen. It's like someone who is trying to experiment with a woman. And there, are, there, are, there is enough knowledge, enough books in the stores. You want to experiment on how to, to raise children your own way. There is no your own way. There is a way set. And that, set, that, that law is set in the Bible. The other of marriage. The founder, <laughs> the one who said, you man, sleep there. You, woman, now come. The man said, now this is the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. That God, if you abandon him and you want to create your own family, you will create it, but the sufferings that you are going to suffer, by the time you realize, you have wasted your children's children's future. I pray that God is going to open our spirits and open our minds to see and to understand that there is the order that he has set. And that order is divine. It has nothing to do with our small minds. It has everything to do with God's plan. Amen. Romans chapter 13 and verse 7. The Bible says, help me to read if you, if you find it. Romans 
chapter 13. I say 13 and you say 13. It's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> I learned about uh, the, some pronunciations from the, the film. Freedom is coming tomorrow. That girl, I, where is she? Everyone, New Living Translation. You see, you see, they they now know that I know. <laughs> Give to everyone what you owe them. Amen. I use several version stores. Don't worry about the versions. You you read yours. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes. And import duties, that is to the government, and give respect and honor to all to whom it is due. There are people who will demand taxes, give them. Amen. There are people who will demand respect. Let not anybody deny them that respect because you are not creating that level. You are not creating that post. You are not creating that atmosphere. It is already created. That position has, been, has already been created. So, if they deserve our honor, let us give that honor to them. Amen. Amen. If you don't give them, someone else will be raised to give that honor because it must be given. Okay. And you'll be the loser. Give honor to whom honor is due. If you read in a different version message Bible, it says, fulfill your obligations as a citizen. Pay your taxes, pay your bills, respect the leaders. Okay. We are not told to honor them because they are good people. We are not called to honor servants of God because they are perfect. I am a, I tell my church, uh, the church that I shepherd, I am like a prefect. Okay. We could be in the same class, but when I am appointed to be your prefect, you will know that I will command you to come and you come. Okay. Okay. Whether, whether, whether you pass physics with 99.9999 and I get 30 Point two, and I am the prefect. Hey! Qualification is not physics. Qualification is the position of authority. Amen. Amen. Do, are we here? Do you understand? If you receive this message, it will help you in your company. It will help you in your family. It will help you in your school. It will help you even in your future because you will you will You'll be in a position where you will desire to be honored. Okay. If you don't give honor to whom honor is due, wait until you are elevated to that position. Hey, if you pull the one that is positionally there, you pull them down. You will be pulling him down as one singular human being. But when your turn comes. Every seed has power within itself to multiply when it is planted. 
So, by the time you get there, the seed that you planted will come multiplied. You will not have 1,000 people to pull you down. You will come down like a thunder. Amen. Talk to us. If you don't respect your mother, she is so forgiving and loving that she can even forget about what you did. But that action is a seed. Amen. Insult leaders the way you want. One day you'll become. And not long from now. There are these girls of ours. They grow as toddlers. There is nothing at the dashboard. I'm so, sorry, forget, for, for, forgive me, forgive me. As they grow, they grow in every area of their lives. Then they look like their mothers. And some are, yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Or you want me to interpret? <laughs> no. And then you, you have heard girls say, no, I'm, I, you are a woman like me. And the mother says, okay. <laughs> that is not a blessing. One day, you will know what it means not to grow, but to become. Have you seen these guys who never go home to visit parents? Wait until they have children and they are grown. They will be abandoned in the streets and God will not punish those children because Jesus talked about it and left and went to heaven. He has not re returned to reverse that whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. Are we still learning? Amen. amen. You say amen like you don't mean it. <laughs> Wait until the seeds that you have been sowing germinate and they grow and they start to give you a harvest. So somebody says that um, if you don't like the harvest, then change the seed. If you don't like the harvest, then the best thing you can do is you change the seed. If you planted a seed that uh, lasts for only three months and then you harvest, and you want it to last for six months, you'll be sorry. Because it will grow and grow and mature even before you prepare the granary. So the thing that I'm saying is this. Give honor to whom honor is due. Give respect to those who deserve respect. These things do not come, do, you don't honor, you don't respect because of the level of your education. By the way, even if you went to the same school with a man of God, even if you went to the same school with your wife, even if there is no way we will ever be equal. That is why in a class, you find someone getting 10% under the same teacher, <laughs> same syllabus, same curriculum, same school, same school uniform, same school fees, same environment. One is getting 10 <laughs> and another one is getting 90. 
So never live like you are living with others. Live a life to fulfill God's plan. Amen. To fulfill God's purpose. Amen. Not all of us will get 90% in biology. Others will get zero. <laughs> and others will get in physics. The one who got zero in biology is, the, is, is a star in another area. Amen. Am, I, am I talking to, to people who have gone through these things? Amen. Don't deal with the crowds. Okay. Crowds will mislead you. Crowds will take you up and take you to where God never designed for you. People in church are also in the crowd. You must rise up from among the people and you'll be a star in the area of your calling in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't serve God in this church. When I say this church, you know it is not just this church. I'm talking about myself because I have six churches I'm taking care of. Don't come to church like you are coming as a group. Okay. You may be grouped like the prison worship team and the, and the people, the good young people that are doing the work. But that is a group. Okay. But you are individually accountable. When they say we will not go to church early so that we see what the pastor will do. It has nothing to do with the pastor. It has everything to do with God. Amen. <laughs> I, have, I have heard these things for 41 years. <laughs> I have been a deputy headmaster. I had a teacher. I have taught Several subjects. So I know. There can come a wind that says, ah, we are tired of this manna. <laughs> God will need other God will never supply according to your need. He will supply according to his purpose. According to his purpose. According to his purpose. When God's purpose is number one priority in your life, then whatever else that you need to fulfill that purpose is supplied by God. And it is sometimes never supplied directly. It has to be stored somewhere so that those who draw from that tank of blessings, they draw it according to their eating. Hey, 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 hey. Will I finish this thing? Have, have I even begun? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm about to start. Yes. Thank you. Share with us. The Bible, I'm talking about the force of honor, the ultimate destiny changer. If, what is destiny, by the way? Destiny is God's plan. God's plan for you from the day you are not yet here. Okay. When you were in his mind before he released the revelation to your mother and your father. 
Jeremiah. Jeremiah is complaining and he told, he's told, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew you. And before you came out of that womb after nine months, I ordained you. So when they were turning you upside down to beat you so that you cry, Did, did you know that? Yes. I, this one has not known that. I'm, I'm He's going to give a good offering because of this revelation. <laughs> Amen. They are turned upside down. The, the children face battles. <laughs> they have to be forced to cry. If they don't cry, so nobody is going to soothe you after you have even had your teeth in your mouth. They cried when they had nothing. They had not known. This is the world I cannot understand. And because God ordained, what is to ordain? To set you apart. To, to, to anoint you to become something. You are not just another accident. In it. it is not the, your mother and your father were looking for their brother. If you, if you name them in that order. In our tribe, my firstborn son is my father. Okay. My firstborn girl is my mother. Okay. And if I get another boy, the, the, the wife's Father, my father-in-law. Okay. If I get another girl, her mother. So everybody is looking for to give birth to their side. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and when we have only two children, and especially a boy and a girl, then it means automatically my father and my mother. So, the, so the, my wife, even when we have said, now, Lord, close the, the doors, she is still crying, God, will I ever give birth to my mother? Or to my <laughs> so, before, so some of us were as a result of numbers. Okay. Were as a result of our names on this side and the other side. But it is not so with God. When you came into this world, it is God's purpose that brought you here. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. amen. It is God's plan. That is what we call destiny. It is the plan of God, the purpose of God, tailored only for you. So, before you come together and we say we have a destiny as a church, hey, you must know your destiny. Amen. You must know God's plan for your life. That is what makes us stand firm even when there are trials. That is what makes us strong even when we are facing battles in life. Amen. Because we know that God had a plan. And because God is a planner, he allows some things to happen to us 
so that he can strengthen our muscles, our spiritual, physical, uh, marriage muscles, Amen. so that we can fulfill Amen. that destiny that he set for us. And because you do not know what the future holds until the man of God comes to your life. Did you, did, did you know before I came what message that God had for you? No. So, what makes you think that now you can critic and you can criticize what I'm telling you now? <laughs> and you have no power to choose... You did not know the word, you did not know the preacher, you did not know anything, you have just seen me now. What makes you think? You just need to honor the vessel that God is using Amen. to become a blessing to your life. Amen. That is why in, in, in Ephesians chapter 6, I'm just, I don't know what is happening now. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 2 and 3, honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. What does it mean? It means that if you fail to honor whether they educated you or not, the moment you left the womb, that was the end of their service. Okay. Let me help you. I am an African. I'm a Kenyan. And a brother to, um, and a, a brother to SK. Amen. Amen. Um, Stephen Kinyanjui, he is SK somebody. So SK, SK, we met. Amen. But remember, there is no way. What was I saying before I came to you? <laughs> huh? Honor your father. Look at it now. Thank you. <laughs> Honor your father and your mother. mother that it may be well with you. The Bible does not say you honor them when they have educated you to university. No. It doesn't say that when they have given you food. Amen. It doesn't say when they have built you a beautiful house. It doesn't say anything like that. No. The moment they produced you, that, is the, that was the end of the mission of God. When you reached 18 or 17, you received an identity card from the government. Then you become a government property. Okay. <laughs> and then when you get married, uh -huh. the government shares uh -huh. you with another man. Oh, okay. That is why you have to give away the surname that you used to call yourself, you girl. And then you adopt this name. Okay. That is the order. So if you are going to be called upon to honor your father and your mother, whether they were drunkards, that was their lifestyle. Whether they were witches, that was their lifestyle. But they produced you. You are not a witch. You are not a witch doctor. You are not a... You are... Hey! What is happening? Praise the Lord. Say amen. Ah. This thing is heavy. I feel it. I feel it. I'm like that. Don't worry. I'll come back again uh, after God has commanded me to come. Listen. Honor 
it's not about what people do only. Okay. It's about a position that God elevates someone to. When you honor the delegator of the authority, or when you honor the one delegated the authority to, you have respect and honor to the one who delegated. Can I say it again? Amen. Now, today, I'm here. God has called me. Amen. If you honor me, it is not because I am handsome. It is not because I am humorous. It is not because I'm an orator. It is not because I'm, I pronounce like the, the, the way it's supposed to, the phonics and the phonetics. <laughs> I don't know those things. I failed. <laughs> it is because God himself is so wise that he picked on me deliberately with my accents and with my shortcomings and my educational levels and as long as I'm communicating the rest of what I said that was incorrect English or incorrect vendor, incorrect what, leave it. That is yours. That is why you are identifying with that. But the word of the Lord is going to reach someone here. Someone here. Amen. The word of the Lord will bless someone here. Amen. The future of someone is going to be guaranteed from today. Amen. Why? Not because of my stature. Not because of my color. It is because of God. So when you honor this, this thing, this Paul said, for we carry treasure in earthen vessels. We carry gold. Never on this gold of South Africa. We went to Israel and I, oh, that is political. So, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so. You also went there and they asked you the question, who has come from South Africa? Who comes from Zimbabwe? Who comes from where? That's where they get their things. I've already finished. It is not about Is this mine? It's okay, sir. It's okay. What is inside here? Water. What is more important here? The, water. the bottle or the water? the water? Yes, you are right. You are right. How do you access this water? Through the container. Dishonor or do not give respect to the, to the bottle. It will refuse with the content. You people of God in South Africa, Amen. you must know that you cannot access what is in a man of God until you start respecting and honoring the vessel. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Did Amen. I give a good example? Yeah. Why, why didn't you clap if it was good? <laughs> Hallelujah. And I am, I am marking those people who are not clapping. <laughs> and as a teacher, you know, I will call them to my room. <laughs> if you are going to access 
What is this thing that is here? You must, number one, love. Become friends. Love. Admire. Ay, 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 ay. Amen. The container. Yeah. Some people and women are more conversant with this. They don't just buy. Shh, shh. They look at the container. Oh. And what is written there. The, this thing that is written here is not in the, in the content. Whatever is written here is a description of what is inside. Amen. Can somebody get this revelation and understand? Amen. That until you understand the container and you respect it, whatever it carries for you can never benefit you. If you don't clean this thing after you have gotten it from the factory, if you don't clean the container, you'll die. Of those things that were at the top of this thing. Uh, are you understanding? That is why when we open, and before we do that, we get a towel. And in preparation to receive what is inside here. Then when you open, then you do it again with your hand maybe or with a towel. Many people will do that. And then you are not interested now with this because it carried you through. Then you can receive. You are not saying <clears throat> because of the container. <laughs> you are saying, you are saying, uh, <clears throat> Because it, because of the content. If you ignore the container, you will have ignored. The heavens will never forgive. Okay. I repeat again. If you ignore the messenger, even the messenger, however hot, however powerful, okay. will never benefit you. Do I help or do I go back to Kenya? Talk to us. <laughs> when you honor someone, you get his favors. When you honor a human being and you voice it and you show it and you act it, then they say this qualifies to receive my tender, to receive business, to receive blessings, to receive this and that. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Then it calls for us to ask ourselves, what is honor? I will not go to the definitions of the dictionary, but I will go to what is in the scriptures. Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 7. I see that it is there, so I will depend on that. Majorly. Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 7. The Bible says in the New King James Version now, now beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. The lesser is, hey, can we talk? The lesser does not bless the, the better. It is the better that blesses the lesser. 
There's no contradiction. No confusion about it. Okay. No discussion about it. You cannot bless your father. No. No. You cannot bless your father. The, well, the best thing you can do to your father and your mother, honor them. They were used by God to bring you. The, look at these girls of ours. They get such a handsome man. Are you married? Okay, no problem. No, don't show. <laughs> <laughs> they come, a handsome man. They love, they fall in love with that young guy. And they can talk ill of their mother. Can you imagine? They can talk all the... I will not say nonsense. I, 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 I didn't want to, to mean to hurt anyone. They can talk bad about the producers of these gifts. Amen. Wait until they also give birth. And they get sons-in-laws and daughters-in-laws. They will face the music. Honor begets honor. If you honor your father and your mother, when you cross and you become part of another family, you better honor them. Amen. Ah, it goes without saying. Because if you don't do that, you are planting a seed that will be in your generation forever. You know the things that we do today will affect us tomorrow. If they don't affect us today, and they don't affect us tomorrow, us, it will affect our generations. Because whatever comes from our loins, if we bless them now, even before they come out, they will be blessed even when we are no more. I pray that you understand. Please. Amen. So when you honor, honor is a provocation of a higher grace. When you honor a man of God, say a man of God. A man of God. Can I fast forward to a scripture that I love very much? Hosea 12 verse 13. Please, whichever version, bring it. Hosea 12 verse 12 verse 13. Where is it? Yeah, Hosea 12 and verse 13. Is it there? By a prophet. Can we read together one, two, three? Out of Egypt, and by a prophet, he was preserved. How could the four or three million Jews living under oppression? Why couldn't save them? Why couldn't this English? Why couldn't they deliver themselves? Why couldn't they? Deliver themselves from the hands of the Egyptians. And particularly, Pharaoh. Is it Pharaoh or Pharaoh? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Who told you that uh, the pronunciation is, is, is that? <laughs> it uh, took God. There's a point I'm driving home. With all my... What? Listen. It 
God in heaven to look at the oppressed people and their time of departure from Egypt had come. In fact, it had delayed for 30 years. Because according to the word of God, they had to stay there for 400 years. But when they were leaving, they left at 430. Theologians will help us. Now, already they are late in their delivery or in their deliverance. Now, God raises up one amongst them. Moses. Moses Time to stay with Pharaoh, the, the oppressor, was over. Now God has taken over. He had to, fly, or to flee to the, to the Midianites or to Midian. And from there, God orchestrates. God is so deliberate that he had to get a wife there in order for him now to come as a family man. Because he's known in the Pharaoh's courts. Now he has already joined other people. So when he comes to Pharaoh or Pharaoh. Whatever. Whatever. It, why are you troubled with these small things? Then he comes and it is not the children of Israel that, that lifted Moses. In fact, they wanted, they wanted to stone him. They said, who has made you? That question, you remember? Yes. Who has made you? Our deliverer. So God had to answer that question. I am getting a revelation. God had to answer that question. Who has made you a reconciler? Who has made you to fight for us? Who are you, Moses? Moses has seen the need to deliver. He is delivering and although he killed. Ah. And then from there, God now knows that he has to take him to his school. 40 years. <laughs> then you know the story. I don't want to go there because that is not the topic. But you know that it is God who orchestrated these things. Leaving the pharaoh's courts, helping this guy, killing the man, hiding, and now he's running away, and that is now the opportunity that God was waiting for. Because God is never surprised by events in our lives. Amen. Amen. Oh my God. Amen. God is never surprised Amen. by the events in our lives. Amen. Whether they are good or bad. You call them bad or bad? <laughs> Whatever. God is a deliberate, is deliberate in causing the situations or allowing the situations in, in, uh, in, 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 in Pharaoh's kingdom so that now he can take Moses outside to prepare him. And in that preparation, he was not making him under the supervision of the Israelites. He was raising him as a deliverer on earth. So that the God who delivers will not come down to deliver people without 
a human touch. How do you how do you study physics without a teacher? No way. Have you ever gone to the moon? Who told you it is moon? <laughs> it is the teacher. So God was deliberate to raise up a human being with the weakness of stammerer. A stammerer. He knew that there were people amongst the three million Jews that were good in speech. Okay. Have you seen these guys who can talk for three hours and their, their written speech? You read and they are talking. And they, are, they cannot leave even a comma. And they are not reading. And there are people who will never say a word without looking at the written thing. Those are gifts. So Moses was not that kind of a leader. In fact, I don't know how he got this power. But we know the source. God made him a deliverer. Amen. So he, finally he came and delivered the children of Israel. They caused him a lot of sufferings. Moses, what made you think that, that Egypt was not good for us? Who told you that we, had, we needed this, this, this kind of manna? We had water from River Nile. Now here, Mara, you know Mara, we went there. Bitter waters. There's no water, there's no food, there's no supermarket. And in Egypt, we had all these supermarkets. I don't want to mention their names, the ones that I've seen here, so lest you say that I've been sent to advertise them. But you see now, it is God's plan. To deliver his people. Amen. He troubles Moses. Takes him to the wilderness. Prepares them. Uh, prepares him. And then he comes back to deliver. And then he's told. You cannot go to Pharaoh alone. Because of this issue that I know you have. My goodness. My Amen. goodness. Did you know that God knows your weaknesses? Yes. Yes. Knows your shortcomings. Knows even what you can manage and what you cannot manage. Therefore, God raised him, Aaron. When it comes to talking, when you stammer enough, Aaron will help you. So God, in his own wisdom, decided, I'm going to raise up Moses. And Moses was to deliver and to do what? According to the scripture. There are two things, two words that are very important. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. In fact, another version says, by a prophet, the Lord delivered. To deliver is one thing. It is very easy for me to deliver someone from a, a certain problem here. But for him to sustain that deliverance, it requires the word of the Lord to be spoken to, to him. That is what we call preservation. So it is the man of God who delivers and it is the man of God who preserves by the grace that is upon him. Amen. Can somebody say amen? amen? So when you honor a man of God, you are provoking 
The grace, what is grace? It is the anointing, the power of God, the ability of God, the, 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 huh? What else? The favor. Yeah, the favor of God. You just say, don't worry, whatever you understand. Yeah. <laughs> grace is God's empowerment that gives you the ability to do what you could not do with your own strength. So if you find a man graced to heal, to help, to speak, even to share the word of God without blinking an eye, that's a grace. Ask some of us to come here and stand. Their knees will be dancing. They will, they will have come with a memory verse. And when they get here, it is gone. So if you find a man of God raised up by God, he is not raised for somebody else. He's raised for you. Somebody shout amen. amen. If you find a pastor, it is because there are people. If you find a doctor around, it is because there are sick people. If you find a teacher here, it is because? If you find a policeman in the house, find a soldier the army guys you know they are not dealing with the, this local small, small people small I, those guys they come with the tanks or tankers and they will bomb everywhere so they, they are, their mission is not within the borders their mission is to keep the borders safe for you to do business so a man will go to war to keep your family safe so that you can do your farming, so that you can go to school. A policeman is there to keep the robbers and all the criminals away from you. So honor them, don't. <coughs> they are okay, okay. I don't have to talk about here because in our country, it's a different story. You see them, you run away. <laughs> but it is because they interact with us. That's their mission. When you see a soldier, do you run away? Soldier, the, the army officer? No. In fact, they are the coolest guys. They don't deal with the locals. They deal with the international criminals. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we, to, are we still learning something? Amen. Am, I, am I talking too much rather than bringing the point? Which no. point? <laughs> if you are receiving this message, you will know. There is no child without a father and a mother. Amen. Whether you know your father or you don't, you came to this world. Only your mother knows your father. Amen. You people, you are good people. Amen. Clap to yourselves because you are, you, are, you are making me to talk a lot. I'm talking too much. I'm entering into things that I ought not to. Thanks for opening up. Amen. So when you honor someone, look at it this way, in, in simplicity. Look at your children if you have more than two, or even one. The child that respects you, the child that runs when you have told them to walk, the child 
that will do anything for you. The child that will talk well of you. My goodness, you can even buy a plot and you hide it for him. Yeah. From the rest of the kids. Yeah. It is because they make your life comfortable. Yeah. They make your life uh, livable. Yeah. They, make, they, they make you happy. But there are children in our country. When you look at them at the gates coming, you know, today I'm not going to sleep. These are... <laughs> <laughs> and if they are coming after maybe several months they are coming home you take everything that is valuable and you and you hide and, under the lock and key because you know anything can happen anytime that is not honor in fact you will be praying God keep them away from me because when they are here the pressure shoots up <laughs> the BP you call it it is, the, it is the same pressure BP blood pressure shoots up sugar instead of remaining there comes down or goes up depending on the level of honor The same way as it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. Tell your neighbor like that. Tell, 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 preach to your neighbor. As it is in the natural. Okay, some people do not want to talk. Can you shout facing your neighbor and you make sure that they hear as it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. Some of our dishonor, dishonoring activities comes, stems from the backgrounds that we have had. If you never honored your father and your mother, you, you don't, in your system, there is nothing like honoring any human being called a man or a woman. That is why those who do not honor their father, <laughs> when they come to us as wives, they will crush the man because they never honored the man so they cannot honor this man who is joined to her because of marriage. I'm, I'm, I'm releasing too much. Is it okay? A man who does not respect his mother will never respect his wife. Pass God. How do you respect this man Bugwa? If you have no <laughs> in your system, it, there is nothing like honor. You will fight with the man of God, right, left, and center, and top. <laughs> so when you honor someone. You are provoking what is inside him to come to you. When you honor a doctor, that is why those women who honor doctors, my friend, they become their ambassadors. How do we know that we have good doctors in South Africa? And I'm a Kenyan in the village. 
because there is someone who honored that doctor and who was referred to him. And then now he's telling the entire village how good that doctor is, even before they meet him. That is, hey, as it is in the natural. Let me ask you a question. If you were given a chance to, to pick this, uh, this speaker and this microphone and a small amplifier there and you go out the, outside there, what would you say about your pastor? That would bring those people outside there to come and see a man. Jesus must help us. When this lady in the pool, uh, is it in the pool or, or in the well? Yes. When she, they, she interacted with the Son of God without knowing, there's nothing that is written here that we are servants of God. But the things we release, my friend, some of you will say, now he had been sent for me. So far, so good. There are people who are saying, Pastor, just leave us alone. I have received my message. And there are people who are saying, I, I have not yet discovered what brought him here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a problem. Yeah. Electric issues, electric wires, mm. some bring fire, uh, what? Power. Mm. Not fire. Power. power. In, our, in our mother tongue, we say mwaki. Uh, mwaki ni fire. So we, sometimes we mix the mother tongue and the English. So, there are they, they bring slowly. And there are others you touch, you go. Yeah. I pray that you become yeah. that, that, that vessel that is going to receive the word of God and you act upon it because God will never cheat you. Amen. God is not a deceiver. Amen. God is not a crook Amen. to raise a man of God to deceive you. Deceivers are devils and the messengers of, and his messengers. Anyway, when you honor, it's a you When you honor your father, it means that something will leave his life. And I tell you, there are words. I don't have a mother and a father. They died. My wife, his father died, two thousand and five. And uh, I'm left with only that lady. She's now 100. That lady, my mother-in-law. So I decided, this mother-in-law managed to go to a maternity hospital and brought this beautiful girl. I wish I had a photograph of, of her. You see. That years I've stayed with her. <laughs> so she's, she must be a good girl. <laughs> she's now 50, 52, turning 53. <laughs> I, w I, met, I, I went to her because I want to get to 100. And she has not bent. She can walk. She can eat maize. I went to her and I told her, Mommy, whatever you need, you know they don't need so many things. <laughs> you know, you know they don't need so many things. 
when they see you, they have everything. Because whatever you have, whether you own 20 cars, they belong to her. So, mommy, the issue of electric, and, and she has 12 sons and daughters. 12. And my wife is the last born. So I'm the last born in that family. Okay. Then I told her, this is what we do. Mommy, electricity is none of your business. Whatever, whenever you need me for any medication, just call. And when I go, I visit her, I leave something in the hands without showing the other people around there. So I shake her well. <laughs> Let me tell you, she talks about me, even to her sons. There is envy now. Who has he become in this family? It is not because I have given her millions. I just show honor. I respect. When she calls, I go. Now she has promised. But she, 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 she has not told anyone. She has told my wife that there is something I'm planning about this son of mine. There's, there's no way you can honor and you, receive, you fail to receive the blessings. Amen. There's no way. It's a provocation. Of the grace. It's a provocation of the gift that is in a man of God. Are we, are we, are we understanding so far? Amen. It's a sign of sonship. In the, in the church, it's a sign of sonship. A true son will honor the father. Okay. Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6. What does it say? What does it say? Malachi. Chapter 1 and verse 6. A son, honors his father. a son honors his father. And a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Says the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest, that despise my name. And you say, where in have we despised your name? A son automatically. It is a requirement. You don't have to. You don't have to have a father who is tall. Or who is... There's no father better than the others. Okay. You can never compare your father with a, with a neighbor. Or with an uncle. As it is in the natural... That one you, you remember. As it is in the natural... Who is your spiritual father? Who is... You just answer it from within. Who is your spiritual father? If I asked you around here, who is your spiritual father? Take me to your spiritual father. Which name would you give me? A true son honors the father. And a servant honors his master. So honor according to God is knowing the order. And when you know the order, you receive the blessings of God. Amen. So if you are a true son, you will honor the father in heaven. If you are a true son in the house, you will honor your spiritual leader. And there are ways, and I'm going to mention. <laughs> what, is that, what is honor? Honor is having faith in your father. Having faith in your father. You cannot go walking around and talking ill about our heavenly father and you expect him to receive you when you die. If you fight your father in heaven now, 
Forget about heaven. Okay. Where will you go? <laughs> Look at the way you are looking at me. If there are any questions, you, I'll answer after the service. <laughs> so when you have faith in your father, you will obey his instructions. Okay. When you believe in your father, you will receive his instructions and you'll do them because you don't have a second thought regarding it. It's an instruction. It's a command. Because as it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. So we can also reverse. As it is in the spiritual, so it is in the natural. Because the spiritual controls the natural. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, you were in the mind of God. So he, when he orchestrated and deliberately chose that woman that you despise, that man that you call the shortest man in the village, and you are a product of the two, then you are despising yourself. You are killing yourself. You are killing your future. And when your children grows up, they will behave like you. I told, I told, I told, I told one mother, some 2014, I was preaching the way I'm doing it. I, I'm, that, I'm this way, so you'll get used to me if I, ever, I will ever come back here. You'll come back. Uh, of course. Thank you, Uncle. When Uncle says so, it will be done. <laughs> I believe in his word. <laughs> I, told, I told the mother, Mama Peter, Mama Peter, Peter was the son to that lady. I see a gift of a pastor in your son. She declared openly, openly in the crowd, no. You can see the defiance. You can see the spirit of dishonor. She could, respect demanded, don't talk until you are sure you can visit the man of God and tell him, I am praying so hard that he becomes a doctor. So becoming a pastor is, you know why they don't want to become pastors? She did not want her son to become a pastor because she had persecuted me a lot. The word pastor or the name pastor, the title pastor is not respected in our country so much. And yet we are the deliverers. That is why the world is rotten. Look around the world. Where they don't respect the servants of God, they will never be respected by their citizens. That's why we have a lot of chaos. So I told that lady, no problem. Now as we talk, the guy went to university. He was very bright. He went to the medicine uh, or whatever. And then now he is back as an assistant pastor of another great man of God. <laughs> Amen. So the mother called me recently, some three months ago, and told me, Pastor, I am very sorry. I told her, that sorry is not enough. You have to come back to the same altar that you denied that your son will become a pastor. I talked to the son. He laughed and said, I will come myself. Because some people are so, so, what, help me with that, what, that thing. The, yeah, I did not say it. 
it is said amongst you that it is arrogance. Which is true. That is the thing I was looking for. Lest I be accused. You know that is true. Now the son is an, an associate pastor having abandoned the career to pursue that which I saw. Because I, am, I had the ability to sense and to receive a signal that this guy, I was not telling him not to go to university. I told him, go to university, but please come back, we serve God. Amen. Because who said that God wants people who are not educated? Amen. Who said that God didn't, do not want doctors and uh, professors in the house? You think Christianity is, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus to you human beings who are also educated like me? Who is Jesus to you? <laughs> we have one in our country who, who has 12 doctorates, PhDs, and he's a very poor man. Because the powers of his father, the powers of the village and the powers of, the, of, of his ancestors could not allow him to get a job. So we are deliverers of the same people. And when we deliver, we make you a good human beings, better than you, than we found you. Some of you would have died long ago were it not for a man of God. Were it not for these preachings that you are hearing today. Some of you would be in, in, the, in, in those holes, trenches. Some of you would, have, would not even have wives and children were it not for God. And you think you are better than those guys that are, that are, that are smoking marijuana throughout the day. You think you are better than those guys who are, who are killing people everywhere. By a prophet, the Lord led Israel. So it's, leave alone the, the word Israel, you. Put your name there. By one man, we go to preach, we save, we, we deliver, and then we baptize. How many have been baptized? You went through that baptism. I don't want to enter into, uh, into anything, any discussion about baptism because some were, uh, were baptized here, so the rest of the body. <laughs> but as for me, I believe in taking you there. And I make sure that you die. And then you resurrect. You don't die here. Amen. Let us not argue about that. When God raises up a man of God and you fail to draw from him, people will die of thirst until they identify the container that, that contains the water that they need. People are dying in ignorance because the books, the physics, the history of South Africa, what had it to do with me in Kenya? And the history of West Africa, we had to choose. So I did West Africa and South Africa. And because I loved these things, I said South Africa. I chose. And I passed history. I thank God. That's why I can remember the scriptures. Now, if you don't pursue the 
container, if you don't identify the container, if you don't respect the container, even the content, forget about it. We are the people who will lay hands on you. Do you want me to lay my hands on you? Ah, this man has faith. We lay hands on the sick according to the Bible and they get healed. Some get healed after one year. And some get healed immediately. Oh, what did I say? Is it true? It's true. Some people will lay hands on them. They receive instantly. And some people it is gradual. But there are people who will refuse completely. Don't lay your hands on me. It's, it's okay. I don't have to force it. But what could have come by that way or that route of laying hands will never come. Those men in Jerusalem who were killing prophets, they were told, until those who say, blessed is the man who comes in the name of the Lord. Let me tell you, honor is having faith in your father, having the attitude that you don't know he knows. Not because you don't know, but it is, there is something that God has put in him for you. Why do you go to school? Because you don't know. As you seek knowledge, you find a teacher who is very cruel sometimes. How many were beaten? The strokes of the cane behind you, behind this. So you hated them. Today you cannot identify with those teachers, but they removed foolishness from you. <laughs> that is why you are a better person today. Can you clap to your teachers? Say magnet. Magnet. Do you understand magnet? That attracts. There is no magnet. There's no, there's no magnet here, okay? So if there is magnet here, it will only attract that which it is empowered to attract. Is that is that true? Now, when God raises up a man of God. He puts everything that you need in him. Even when we don't know what to do with your issue, we go to God and ask him, God, even my faith is small. Fast for increase it before I go to this one. And when we inquire of the Lord, then we can come boldly and tell you, it is well. We may not shake and shake and shake until you see fire coming out of our mouth. No, 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 no. It's about faith in the word of God. So honor is a magnet that will, that it's a magnet that will pull what God has deposited in your father. Second Kings chapter 2 verse 12. Let's go there. Please read together with me. Second Kings chapter verse 12. I will read. And Elisha saw 
and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and the horsemen. Are we reading? Huh? It is not there. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 12. Oh, so read yours. Read yours. Oh, it is there. And, you know, I, I did not give the scriptures ahead of time, so we, we forgive them. Father, forgive them. <laughs> and Elisha saw. <laughs> and he cried, what did he see? Let's read verse, verse 11. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked that, talked, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. So verse 12 comes in. And when? Huh? And Elijah saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. What is Elisha saying? My father, you have mentored me since you took me from my business, since you threw the mantle to me, I burnt everything. I have nothing to return to. I have no place. I have been following you all these years. For two years I have followed you. You have taught me the word. You have taken me to a Bible class. You have taught me marriage. How to stay with my wife. How to stay with my wife. Don't underrate. Those people who do counseling know they are millionaires because of our issues. So, come, both of you, two hours, how many runs? Can you mention? 4,000 Ken shillings divided by, by nine. So, you see, so, don't laugh at our economy. What's, what's, the, what's the problem with this man? He's laughing at our money. Because you are one rand, it's nine shillings. Kenya shillings. Soon we are coming. We may never be where you are because you will be up. But we are also growing. Don't despise the days of small beginnings. He is calling this man who has been his father. Hey. And I ask that question. Please help me to understand. You know these things. Who is older than the other? Elisha or Elijah? Me, I was thinking, I've been thinking, I've been thinking that Elisha was older than Elijah. So, only the pastor will help us. Please help us. Now, because even the pastor doesn't know. If I want to know, and he has the information, I will humble myself and go to him and ask them. You don't go to that person who carries your solutions arrogantly and putting your hands in the pocket. Uh, Pastor, can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere will be destroyed. The atmosphere of giving you the right thing. Yes, President. <laughs> do you do that? No. 
how do you go to the president of this country if you ever will appear before him or you appear before the next one? We it's like a drama ourselves. that you are doing. It's like a poem that you want to recite. The way you honor determines the amount of information that you are going to get from the source. The way you honor the vessel determines the blessings that will flow. If you dishonored your teacher, you knew that he would, uh, he would always tell you to go out of the class. And that is why you failed geography. Hallelujah. Are you understanding? Yeah. Am I communicating? No. I know when people are tired. I've, be, I've been a teacher. Are we together? Amen. Let me see by the show of your hands if we are together. Okay, now I know those who are not raising up their hands. Are, we are not together, but please, even if we are not together, we are in the same room. <laughs> we are still together. Bwana, uh, praise the Lord. You know, Bwana Asifa is, uh, is our Swahili language. Praise the Lord. Bwana Asifiwe. Praise the Lord. So I'm mixing the two. Because I, I forget that I'm not in Kenya. So Elisha used to call Elijah my father. These are both adults. These are both adults. One is being mentored to become. And it is not him who decided that I want to become a prophet. It is the prophet Elijah who went by the voice of God, go and anoint. Go and get Elisha. Somebody must believe this. When God lifts up a man, he will also ask the man to get other people to come. Amen. If you don't know, read Numbers chapter 11 and verse 16 and 17. God is telling Moses, if I, if I, if I, if I can remember the scripture very well, God is telling Moses, I want you to come. Get 70 men. Let them, let them come in the tabernacle. Let them stand there before you. And then I, God, will come and speak with you there. Where were these 70 men? Still in the fields. But now the God and the man of God, they are communicating where these people are. No. And therefore, anything that you hear from a man of God, believe it. Amen. Unless God, because you also carry God, don't, don't, don't stay like our people in, in, that, in that country that I don't want to mention. Because I'll still go back there. Amen. <laughs> I must talk well of them although. Huh? Who do you think you are? <laughs> you are not the only pastor around. Who, who brought you here if there are other pastors around? Is it not God who brought you here so that you can be mentored if your mentorship class is over? Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you on who next if it is a professor in your line. But if you don't know, remain calm. Remain in this school. Because it is only through honor. If you talk ill of the altar that God has raised, you are not going to be punished by the pastor. You are going to be punished by the owner of the altar. Can I help you to understand? 
Look, look at me. I said, look at me. No writing. This is an altar raised. This one. Whose altar is it? Whose altar is it? It is God's altar. So this is a sanctuary for God. So it is not for the pastor. Who is the prophet of this altar? The man of God. Just say the man of God because I don't, I don't want to enter into, into issues of leadership. Who is the prophet of this altar? The man of God. Yes. So who, who English is now lost. Who does God speak to? The man of God. Do you even know the reason for next Sunday? No. And you, and you joke with such a man who even knows what he will teach in 2024? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes I laugh, I laugh at my people sometimes. They don't know what God has said regarding this church for 20 10, 20 years to come. I have the blueprint. And then somebody will come because he left the other church. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like a pastor because I, I am. Comes from another thing. This church, look at the, look at, thank you very much because you are seeing some things that need change. We could not see them. God has helped you to see. Bring the change. Amen. Ah, these instruments are making a lot of noise. There is a higher level. There is a higher quality. Go and bring it so that now we can also enjoy because we are used to these things. You know, God works in mysterious ways. He will not tell us everything and he will not tell all, all of us. He will pick something and put it in your heart. And even your wife sometimes or your husband, may never know what God has said regarding a matter. But when it comes to a man of God, he is the one who is a carrier of that magnet. And when you honor him, that thing comes into your life. Let me ask you, after he said, Father, my father, my father, what happened? And the, char and the chariots of? Chariot of Israel. That mantle that was in Elijah was dropped. And the man received a double portion of the spirit of Elijah. Read theologians will tell us, and you are one of them, that the miracles that Elijah performed, and the miracles that Elijah performed, in fact, Elijah's were double. When you receive from a man of God, you receive as a one entry. But when you receive his anointing, you receive a double. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. He is not going to transfer the power of miracles of two. You will have the multiplication. That honor that you give to a man of God who can give you two cows will be multiplied so that you can now release. Not two because God is a multiplier. Amen. And there is what you call multiplied grace. So I'm not raising sons who are going to perform miracles like I am. I'm not raising sons who will go to two, only two countries. 
I'm raising sons who can go to all the countries of the world. So I am releasing that grace to all the people that I teach so that they can do mightier things. Even Jesus said, mighty things shall do greater than these ones. I declare in Jesus' name Amen. that we are going to honor the vessel because, and please, please don't, don't, don't blackmail God. Don't attract God by the desire of the content. The content and the container are one. And they have one mission to satisfy your thirst. Did I say something? Amen. This water. I cannot access it unless I... That's a thief. Open the door. Don't, don't worry. Don't, don't worry about that. It, it has nothing to do with so many things. The content. <laughs> it's a good thing if I fear the content and the container, I'll not access the content. Are you receiving this message? Amen. If I Datify this container. If I use it the way it, it is, uh, that I've, whatever I've done to it, the content will kill me. What is happening in the Christendom? When we don't receive this information that God honors so much. You know God believes in his prophets? We read in Isaiah 44 verse 26. What they say, God backs it up. What they prophesy, if I say, peace in your marriage, God says, that is it. Because he believes in us. It's only believers who don't believe in us. Believers who don't believe in us. Not all, but some. But God believes in us, even when we are weak, we can pray for you to rise up and you'll be strong. My goodness. Even when we are sick, sometimes we are sick and we feel this message must be delivered. So we come. We are, we are struggling with some issues in the body, but we declare in the name of Jesus, receive your miracle. God is waiting for the word, not waiting for the organ that is ailing me. Amen. Did you get it? Amen. My people that I loved from long ago, Will you not understand that God is not looking at the physical uh, <laughs> the physical um, I have lacked the word. I don't know which word now. Can you guess? Your weakness your inability has nothing to do with the word of the Lord. It is whether I am lame whether I have a hearing issue, as long as God has raised me up and he knows, whatever I say, it shall surely be established. Amen. Is it not in Job that the Bible says, you shall decree a thing and it shall surely be established? Is it not in Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20? You believe in the Lord your God and you'll be established. Believe in his prophets. And you shall prosper. To prosper is to succeed. 
So your success is not dependent on your professors who taught you metaphysics. They gave you knowledge. What you are doing with it is none of their business. But what you do with the message that I'm giving you today is God's business. So God's servants, receive this word. Amen. Hey, receive this word. Amen. Young people, receive this word. Amen. This is the word that I received in 1982. And I was not prayed for by a man. I was prayed for by a woman. Amen. And I respect that woman to date. She prayed for me. I gave my life to Christ. The CU leader, the Christian Union leader in that school was a woman. Because it was a mixed secondary school. I landed into the hands of a woman again. She mentored me. What is it that I'm saying? When I honored them at my early age, or early stages of my salvation, I grew up very fast. So I got saved in Form 1. Then in Form 2, I had been elected as the chairperson of the Christian Union against the rules. Why? Because I was more spiritual than any other who was in Form 4 or Form 5 or Form 6. Because it's not, it was not about the, the class. It was about the heart. I don't know whether they are understanding. Help me please. Because at least you, you know that I'm a Kenyan. Am I communicating? Amen. Lift up your hands if you, if you think I am. Mm, thank you. So, <laughs> a man of God. The only thing, the only sign that, you, that they, they will know that you are a true believer and a true follower and a true member is not by how many points you raise, how many suggestions, and whether your suggestion is superior than the other. It's about the honor. It may be an inferior point, but if it is delivered in the spirit of honor, it will be set aside, but thought about later and it will still function can somebody say amen, amen. hallelujah amen. do you know those people who honor their parents even when they are saying nothing their parents are ready to hear them those who dishonor their parents however much they talk the parents are they close their ears what is he saying I have a brother Please, my brother, you should, should not see this. <laughs> he went up to the PhD level, 1992. From the University of Sussex or Sussex, whichever, in Britain. Sussex, Sussex, Sussex. Thank you. <laughs> Me, I know S-U, Sue. <laughs> and that, that guy is here, very sharp. Another guy who just did uh, uh, accounts, he did not go to those levels, uh, level six, whatever. And then my father looked at those two, two boys. And then he said, this one is just bright here, but he cannot lead the family. You lead my family. The firstborn was not given the responsibility because he was a truant boy from the day he was born. He was a rebel. 
He ran away from home 10 years. How could he be given the responsibility of taking care of our family? It's only recently that we honored him because of age. And we returned the leadership to him. How you treat your father determines how far you can go with your fatherhood. How you treat your spiritual leader determines how when your children become pastors, how they will be treated by those members. That woman that refused that uh, just openly in, defiant, uh, def, eh? in defiance of my word that your son is a pastor. She has gone to more than six churches in less than 10 years. In the same locality. What is happening? Dishonor. These are the, the people that say, ah, this pastor came recently here. This man of God came recently. It is not about recentness. It's about the call of God upon our lives. It's not about the father who came recently. It's about the call of God on fathers. Can somebody shout amen? amen. Let, me, let me finish and uh, let me now do the, the, a few summaries here and there. There is this woman that is called the Shunammite woman. I will just mention. The man of God, Elisha, passes by there. And she invites that man of God to eat or to partake of a meal. But all of a sudden, she gets a revelation of who the man of God is. All of a sudden, she receives a revelation. I pray that you receive a revelation. Amen. Because these things, we are not talking about head knowledge. We are talking about the revelation. Until you know whether a doctor is a small girl of 22 years, an old woman of 70 years, we will go to that young, young girl. Haven't you heard of your fathers who refused to be treated by doctors because they were young? Let me ask you, it's, it seems only in Kenya that we, we, we go through these things. Haven't you heard of, a, of a, an old man who went and was told, this is the professional doctor we have in this city. And then, the moment he landed in that clinic, looked at the boy, hi, he said, no, let me go and die. I'm not going to be treated by a child. This child is not going to touch my organs. It is a taboo. When it comes to the issue of health, all your taboos are taken and hanged on a tree somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the way you used to carry our food with a small bag and then you hang on a tree somewhere. I would say there, you wait for lunch. Everything changes. When a mother goes to maternity, everything changes. Whether it is a man that is doing the job or not, or a woman, provided she wants to give birth. Can we, can we understand this and say, Amen. it's not about age. It's not about age. Hallelujah. It's not about our status. It's not about our education. We will never be equal even in education. There is someone who knows better than you. But if you find someone who knows something that you need, humble yourself and honor them and you receive. The Shunammite woman said, ah, I now perceive this is a holy man of God. 
This man of God has been passing by. But now, a different level of revelation. And she got the revelation that now this one, let us keep him around here. And by keeping him around, hey, they, they were not just keeping a man of God huh, that was eating their meals every now and then. They invited God in their compound to remain forever. Somebody say amen. Amen. Literally did they know that by there was no miracle up to this point. Their level of honor was just good. But when they discovered that he carries something and it is just by revelation, I perceive this is a holy man of God. When you start perceiving people as important, you will receive what they carry. You can only draw from someone that you honor. You can only receive from a doctor that you believe in. You can only draw from a man of God that you respect. Me, I believe in men of God. I got saved through a man of God, through a woman of God. I got baptized by a man in a dam somewhere in Yandarwa County of, uh, in Kenya. 1983. I was prayed for by a man called Pastor Mbogo to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Otherwise, if it was not Mr. Mbogo that time, Pastor Mbogo, I don't think I would be speaking in tongues today. Because God is deliberate. He sent someone to save me. He sent someone to, to, to baptize me. And he set someone again to, to help me be filled with the Holy Spirit. He has also set some to be my mentors. Bishop George. Bishop George is going to be in, Cape, uh, in, in Durban this week. I must meet him. He has mentored me. What I have become it is because I, I believed in him. I am more educated than him. But he has also done his studies. I cannot manage how he reads. He can read five books or ten books in a month. Me, I'm, I'm that reader who must read and understand before I go to another. I don't know how you operate, you people. But because I honor him, I have received the grace like he does. Like he has. So I'm an evangelist, I'm a pastor, I'm a teacher, I am those things that he is. Why? Because I draw from him. The wisdom I carry, I draw from him because I honor him. What am I saying? Elisha was given a room somewhere. Built room. And then while he was there, there was a miracle for the woman who was barren. Can I declare in Jesus' name? I believe in declarations. May you meet <laughs> if you believe in your man of God, the same man, Elisha, is, God is using him to bring life in the family through a child. The same man 
was called and invited by a village. The water around here is not good. He went with, with salt, put the, put the salt in that, in that well, and the water became clean to date. The next verse, he goes to Bethel, and children who did not honor him, they mocked him. And by a turn, one single turn, two bears arose and slaughtered all of them. There is something that happens with the spirit of dishonor. It kills. Not the, not the dishonored, but the one who dishonors. Those who refuse school because of their headmaster, <laughs> the head teacher, they never got education. They are still languishing in poverty and other problems, and maybe they are dead. Because knowledge is power. So if you despise the grace, you despise the blessings that come with it. So as I make some conclusions, honor is not just said. I honor you, man of God. It is expressed through actions. You can say, I honor you, man of God, just to hype up something because you want maybe some favors but deep within your heart you know you may be bending to receive a man of God but in your heart you are standing you could be saying my man of God I love you but hatred you are the one that the enemy is using I pity you because <laughs> The anointing you honor is the anointing that you attract. Naaman was sick. He almost missed it because he thought the rivers of his country were better than Jordan. But when his servants convinced him he went to the river dipped himself the sixth time the seventh time his, his skin changed he did not meet with Elisha one word from a man of God can change your destiny can transfer blessings that the devil had held can be returned to you in Jesus name. Amen. I just need to say that when there is honor when there is reverence when there, when there is respect when there is this thing that we notice if you notice someone with a talent here you speak well of him when he is on stage, you have already received him. So whatever he will do, you will be with him. Because you honor that which he is doing. I can do dramas around until Jesus returns. 
and nothing can change you. But if you receive me and you honor me and you respect me, even if I speak for one minute, you will receive the blessings. Amen. Can I hear an amen? amen? Hallelujah. Can I hear another amen? amen? This honor is not forced. Honor is not forced because it's, an, it's something that must come from your heart. Nobody is forced to go to a doctor. <laughs> there are doctors we can never go to because of what people say about them. But we, have, we don't have an experience. What you say in the house, what you speak, what you do, will show us whether there is honor or dishonor. Can I help us to understand? The moment Dathan and Korah refused to respect Moses, it became the beginning of their end. Because God is not going to change Moses because of Dathan and Korah. Can I, say, can I hear an amen? Amen. It is us to identify. It is us to recognize. It is us to respect. It is us to notice, to elevate what God has already elevated. Let me ask you. Jesus was God. He raised some guys called disciples and some of them, even the Bible records, they had seen a class when they were taking children to school. But when Jesus looked at them, he saw the capacity and the ability to communicate that which they received. When Peter and John and others were arrested, there's, there's a guy who said, look at these fellows. They are talking like Jesus. These people must have been with Jesus. I declare in Jesus' name, Amen. may you receive the spirit of mentorship. Amen. May you receive an attitude of honor. Amen. Because if you honor, you'll be honored. If you fight others, you'll be fought. With, and you know, you are fighting as a seed, one seed. When it multiplies, nobody will, nobody will release you from the grip of ten men that came as a result of your seed. I want to pray with, with you. And me, my pastor, I feel I am through. Look at me again. Honor is a revelation. Honor is a, a revelation. Honor is an attitude. And there is no honor in pride. We compete a lot in Kenya. So much. So 
you don't understand, just come to Kenya and see. Even the fathers are now being fought by the sons that they have raised. It's a tragedy in our country. I discovered I would rather take 10 years. People will say that I am not wise, but stay under a mentorship of someone who has been there. Someone who speaks the word and I understand. Someone who taught me how to read the Bible. You did not know even how to connect Jeremiah and Joshua. You say that they were, you know, as some, some of you were saying in the book of, Mo, in, in the book of uh, Abraham. You know? The only person you knew from Sunday school is Abraham. Open the Bible. Which book? The book of Abraham. Let me tell you. We have taught you. We have raised you up. Can I pray now? The last message is this. If you want what, is, what I'm shaking here, inside here, you need to respect and to honor the, con the container. The container is as powerful as the content. The content is as honorable as the container. The doctor and the knowledge of medicine, if you don't respect the, the man doctor, the knowledge will never flow into your system. Can I pray for someone? Uh, already you have, you have I'm, I'm through. I've done the summary. I'm asking, how many people would want me to pray for them? Just raise up your hand. You don't have to come here. I believe in declarations. Lift up your hand. Close your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes. Close your eyes. I want to pray for someone. Who is telling me, Pastor? Our guest. Pray that I receive the ability from heaven to honor the vessel that God has anointed. Lift up your hand. You, you can be a recipient of this prayer if you so wish. Lift up your hand. You are praying that God give me the ability to identify and to and to know and to respect and to esteem and to honor the vessel that you have raised. I'm drinking the water from this container and therefore both the container and the content are from you Jehovah. You are the supplier of both the container and the content. Therefore I respect them. Therefore I'll submit. Therefore I'll subscribe. Therefore I will honor. Therefore I'll walk with them. Therefore I'll obey them. Therefore I will be with them to support them to make sure that the kingdom of God expands in South Africa and in the nations abroad. You are still raising up your hand. I'm watching. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, by your grace and by your power, I've opened my mouth and you have filled it with revelations that I never knew that I would get. And dear Father, your people are here asking you to help them to be humble enough to know you and to know that God, there is a container that you have brought, you have anointed, you have appointed and you have raised amongst them. 
They have leaders that they have to honor. They have leaders they have, that they will honor those that will be raised in the future. Father, give us the spirit of honor. Give us the grace to honor. Give us the strength to discover, to identify, and to honor that which you honor. And my Father, by the grace that is in the house, by the grace of the man of God that, that has given me this altar to minister, I pray that every sick, every organ that has an issue, every pain, every sickness, every disease, every curse, every misfortune, every negative thing that is affecting their marriage, that, they have, that is affecting their children, that is affecting their, their families, I destroy it in the name of Jesus. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. And I rise up and I stand before these people. I make a decree that sicknesses are not their portion. Poverty is not their portion. Diseases are not part of their system. I make a declaration, confusion and depression and stress is not part of this system. I decree that marriages are going to work. I decree that families are going to be reunited again. I pray that Jehovah God, even those who had run away, will come back by this grace. And dear Father, I pray those powers that are holding their resources, those powers that are holding their money, those powers that are sitting on their promotions, those powers that are saying that they cannot rise beyond a certain level, I destroy, I bring them down in the name of Jesus. I declare success. I declare prosperity. I declare a, a breakthrough. Father, I pray for this one that is troubled about a visa. Jehovah, I pray. Open the doors. Favor, favor them, Jehovah God. Heavenly Father, there are people that are asking you for favor in different areas of their lives. Supply. Supply. Supply favor. Supply favor. Supply grace and favor so that they can succeed in everything that they purpose to do. You are the Lord that gives us the ability to make wealth. I speak into their lives that God, whatever business that they're going to begin or they are doing, give them success. Give them resources beyond, beyond the measure that they, they, they perceive. Dear Father, I declare their lives will never be the same again after this. I declare in Jesus' name, as they submit to the authority, as they support the, the authority, as they support the vision and the mission of this church, as they bring their resources to this altar, I pray that God, the God of this altar, will never abandon them. You have said that you'll never abandon us, you'll never leave us, nor forsake us. Father, bless my people in Jesus mighty name Amen I want to hear a shout of Amen 
from a man or a woman that has received this message in the name of Jesus. Glory to God.